1: Wasted no time last night, did Caitlin Clark, in setting the NCAA women's career scoring record with a 35-foot, nothing-but-net three-pointer. Uh, joining us now, our old friend Sloan Martin, former formerly of WCCO Radio, now of uh, worldwide dominance, uh, BTN Fox Sports and Peacock. Sloan, thank you. Good to talk to you. It's been a long time.
2: It has been some time, and this is a, a pretty cool thing to talk about.
1: Very cool thing. Before we get to that, we started the show talking about hobbies, about how Dave uh, Josephson makes maple syrup. And I'm like, I don't think there's a lot of people just suddenly starting, you know, I think I'm going to pick up maple syrup making. Do you have any, you're so busy, but do you have any hobbies to speak of?
2: Okay, is there a difference between hobbies and interests? Because that's like, that. that certainly is very much a hobby. But I also have, and I have interests, like I enjoy chess playing it, learning about it. I'm a big reader, including nonfiction. Yep. Um, Powerlifting, that might be kind of a hobby. Are you a powerlifter? I am, yeah.
1: Uh, so We had just had a texter text in, also a powerlifter, and I asked this person like how much they bench. I think it's a man, but he said, best ever was 385. Oh, a, my. That's a lot of weight. <laughs> that's,
2: uh, that's a lot.
1: I, d- yeah, I that's never knew that about years. you. You're, you're a powerlifter. Do you still do that frequently?
2: Yes. So I'm not any kind of like cycle or program right now because I'm just traveling a lot, yep. but like, it's just kind of having a barbell in my hands at this point. Like, it's just like giving myself some grace because I am traveling so much. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that's, uh, that's a really impressive number, but I, I do it not really for competition. I've got enough stress.
1: Yeah. Just for health. at the moment. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, really. And it's fun. Well, very sure.
1: cool. Very cool. Uh so yeah, let's get to the reason uh we're talking. Caitlin Clark, um, just amazing. And I I, I try to put this in perspective of how uh like where does she rank all time as women's college basketball pla or even to the hell with that, college basketball players.
2: Yeah, that's a great question and something that I even find myself um, pondering as well throughout the season because I've seen her I mean, I gosh, I want to say in person, upwards of 20 times, more than a dozen at least, you know, actually doing these games and and calling the action with her right in front of me. And I think there has been a lot of great players. We think about her even getting this all-time NCAA scoring record. Kelsey Plum was a magnificent player. Mm It even took her a couple of years to become the star that she is in the WNBA. She's part of the the current dynasty right now at the Las Vegas Aces, playing with Asia Wilson. Asia Wilson is a great player. In recent history, Kelsey Mitchell, who played at Ohio State, actually has more at this point career three pointers than Caitlin Clark. And then you even think, you know, historically, Maya Moore, Candace Parker. Yep. Cheryl Miller going back that far as well. But Caitlin Clark is absolutely within this echelon of the greatest to ever play at this level in college basketball. And she's going to continue to rack up these records. She's looking at the Pete Maravich all-time record, the women's all-time record, which is, that's not technically what this is. This goes back to the AIAW days before the NCAA was really enthusiastic about picking up women's sports. So that happening in the late 70s, early 80s with, uh, uh, Lynette Woodard, so she's going to continue to climb, and I think there's absolutely an argument for making her one of the greatest of all time. It's just whether you want to put her one or how much you want to kind of wrangle with uh, looking at the history and players of recent times. Uh,
1: the technical, the technical part of it, her ability as a basketball player uh, aside, but uh, I'd like to know and get your thoughts on the impact she's had on the sport. There has been so much focus on her and. As a result, on women's college basketball, and I watched a little bit of the game where they were at Nebraska, when she just came up uh, eight po- eight points short. But the fact that Nebraska was packed with, uh, they set a record for attendance, and all these young girls in attendance with Caitlin Clark jerseys, I I struggle to think another impact that a, an athlete has had on a sport as she's having on college basketball right now.
2: No, I think you're exactly right. I mean, the only thing that I could even think about comparing it to is maybe. Tim Tebow at Florida, where it mm-hmm. just becomes this whole phenomenon, and that's exactly what she is. I and mean, I've seen it at Carver Hawkeye Arena. You see it on the road. The Hawkeyes have sold out or created program attendance records every single road game, every single one. That is remarkable. I mean, of course, you have to have um, you know a really great team that is you know surrounded surrounding Caitlin Clark, but it is clearly her show and people coming to see her. It feels like, you know, for me as a millennial, I think about growing up with the the 99 U.S. women's soccer team where it just took over. It feels like the Spice Girls even, to use another millennial (laughs) reference. Uh, Hopefully some people out there understand that. But it feels like this just complete cultural kind of change. And it's not just little girls. It's also little boys who I see wearing those number 22 jerseys who look up to her. They're not trying to be like Steph Curry. They're trying to be like Caitlin Clark, who maybe takes her cues from a player like Steph Curry of the Golden State Warriors so it is truly it's pandemonium it's amazing to see the people trying to get her autographs I was actually doing a game a couple of weeks ago it was also a Nebraska game just in Iowa City and some little girls behind the bench there was only a couple you know seconds left in the game and they were already trying to get their autographs and you could lip read Caitlin saying all right hold on just well, wait till the game's over. But that's just how in demand she is. Everywhere she goes, people are just trying to get pictures, autograph, and she is so just generous with her time understanding her stature how important it is to share this game and and really give back to the people who make such an effort to try and see her who are paying huge dollars to try and see her it was several hundred dollars to even get in the building last night at carver hawkeye arena so she just really is someone who gets it gives back and and really understands the importance of uh what she's doing right now
0: all-star closer kenley jansen we have a question what's the best podcast of all time
1: Talking to Sloan Martin, uh, who uh, calls uh, g- women's basketball and other sports for BTN, Fox Sports, and Peacock, and uh, that's it. I mean, she's 22, and to have just that sense of her place in the game and with history and being able to handle that, and still being able to be generous with her time, I mean, we all, we all, I think the average person looks at well. I mean, come on, I mean, she's an athlete; she's good. She knows that she should have time for the fans, but I don't think we can fully comprehend how difficult that is, and how well she's doing it off the court.
2: That's something that her head coach Lisa Bluter, who's an all-time great in women's basketball, has talked about—just her amazement at how Kaylin is able to handle this and. She just comes off as someone who is, of course, ultra confident. We know that, ultra competitive. But someone who has this poise, this breeziness in their demeanor. Like, she's just having fun out there at all times. And it was interesting kind of discussion because Kelsey Plum, whose record she surpassed, was playing with USA Basketball under Cheryl Reeve um, at their Olympic qualifying just last week, of course, was asked about the record. And she said, I'm happy for Caitlin, but we need to remember that she's also a human being. And Kelsey recalled that trying to chase this record, she said, I was miserable, frankly. It was a really tough time for her and her career. And as I mentioned, it took her a couple of years after she was the number one overall pick to really adjust to the WNBA. So not trying to say that that's the same kind of comparison, but something to keep in mind about everything that we're seeing that's going on around her, but she appears to just carry it extremely well, um, makes so many interactions with the fans. There's a lot of philanthropic efforts too, including local food banks within Iowa City. She's of course an Iowa native from West Des Moines. We know all that. So she cares just deeply about this community and about the Iowa community as well. And you just see these kind of efforts compounded and it just creates, you know, someone who is really approachable and likable as well.
1: So what's her future? Is she going to declare for the WNBA? And if so, uh, would that be Indiana um, most likely to to draft her? What is her future?
2: Yeah, this is the question everyone's asking. I even hear it when I'm at shoot-arounds for other teams. Everyone's just wondering what her plans are going to be, what's going to happen. No, Things appear to align where there's a great argument for leaving. You talk about going to an Indiana Fever team that is on an upward trajectory. They've had back-to-back number one overall picks, including Aaliyah Boston, a team who Iowa eliminated last year in the NCAA tournament, who played for the South Carolina Gamecocks, but a perfect pairing, an unstoppable potential pick and roll between those two. Aaliyah Boston, one of the great centers in the game right now, is also with that USA Olympic qualifying team and has a great future ahead. You talk about Caitlin being able to not only score, but also to rack up assists as well. Just imagine if you have that kind of center on your team, it's in the Midwest, of course, the Lynx are the closest team to her hometown in Des Moines, but Indiana is going to be right there too. So that might be someone, uh, you know, a situation where she might want to stay here at home. We don't have any indications of this. She said throughout, she's just kind of going to follow her guts and feel out the process, kind of like what she did in the recruiting process as well. But, I want to really address just here, Adam. Is these NIL deals, yep. these um, State Farm things like that? Yep. Those are not going to be going away. She's going to carry that into the W.
1: Yeah, and it's that—that's that, the great thing about it too. I know there's been a lot of questions about NIL and it's uh, what it's doing to some college sports and what is specific schools. But uh, it is—it's very refreshing to see here on the State Farm ads, and I think it's obviously well deserved.
2: No, it absolutely is. And I think people thinking of, oh, if she goes to the W, she's going to take a pay cut. That's not the case. She's still going to have that visibility. She's still going to pack these arenas wherever she goes. She's still going to be this phenomenon. And the brands, I think, are going to still be pretty much on board. <laughs> so I don't think that's going to be a major concern for her.
1: And it's also a reflect of her skills and her ability, and we should mention the other players too, like Paige Beckers, the elevation yeah. of the women's game and the talent coming up. There will be more Caitlin Clarks. Maybe not to that level, but there's going to be more more talent coming up, and it's going to be thrilling to see. And it's going to improve not only women's college basketball, but also the WNBA. I think we have that to look forward to.
2: You're exactly right. It's just continuing to elevate. The talent is getting so, so good. If you are not already on the bandwagon, you're missing out, and including, should mention, too, the Big Ten tournament. You can see her yep. in person at Target Center. That is uh, March 6th through 10th.
1: Very exciting. It's going to be awesome to have that over at Target Center. Sloan, good to catch you up. Thank you so much, and uh, enjoy the rest of the season. We'll see you soon.
2: Yeah, thanks, Adam.
1: Sloan Martin, former WCCO employee uh, who went on to bigger and better things, calling uh, women's basketball and all other games for uh, Big Ten Network, Peacock.
0: All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time?